Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right leftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 91. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Well, I got a pain in the glutes. Uh-oh. A little landscaping this weekend. Ah, uh, yes. Well, that really, that really has the glutes. I've got a pain in the butt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Landscape butt, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know it but well. It's nice. Have you seen have you seen a lot of uh, black mulch up in your area? Never. It's kind of new. But let me tell you, that's what I put in my landscaping and it looks so nice against the green. Oh yeah. It's really nice. They should have came out with that sooner. I've never heard of black mulch before. Yeah, it's nice. It is. It, it is. Hmm. Interesting. Just out, for a little tip there. <laughs> out here it's all cedar stuff. It's like bark mulch. Yeah, that's what it was before. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, the blackest new theme. Hmm. Interesting. I like it, yeah. Ooh, so what are we talking about today, Grace? Well, I'm saying Lady Luck has left the building. Oh. Muller and his team have had a bad few days. Oh, too bad. It's not just Fox News or Newsmax or people like us. It's judges. Oh, Mueller do tell. got some pushback from the courts over the weekend. Started out Friday with a hearing in the Manafort case. The judge said, you can't possibly really want Manafort for crimes, he financial crimes he committed in 2005, 2007. You want him to give you something on our president. Uh, all right. You know, and, and the point is, if they were investigating Manafort for something legitimate as far as the scope of Mueller's investigation, and they found something else, a crime, they're supposed to turn it over to the jurisdiction affected by this crime. Right. But they didn't. Okay. They didn't. So this judge said, I want to see the paperwork that says what your scope really is. How far reaching is it? And of course, Mueller's team said, well, we can't give you that because it's a secret. (laughs) And he said, I'll decide. The judge said, I will decide. Wow, that is big. It is. I think it's very big. He may actually drop this case. He may say, you know what? You're not going to do this. You know, the law reads that you are to investigate a crime, not a person. You know, I can't just go and say, I don't like my neighbor. Let's find something he's done wrong. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Now, if my neighbor, you know, drives his truck through my yard and tears it up, then there's a crime committed. Yeah. And address that crime. We can't go hunting for crimes on people. Right. Exactly. The government especially shouldn't do that. And it definitely was not in the scope of his investigation. No. But they also mentioned that when they were 
When they were originally named the special counsel, Rosenstein gave them a a specific set of parameters to explore. Apparently, they went back to Rosenstein in August of 2017 and had that expanded. Well, they don't want to share that with this judge. This judge says, you will share this with me. (laughs) Okay. Then Saturday came along and you would think that, you know, nothing's going to happen on Saturday. Wrong. Hmm. Remember the 17 Russian agents that were named by the FBI and the DOJ for committing crimes during the election? Right. Election fraud. They set up these court dates and believed that these guys wouldn't come back from Russia or come from Russia to the United States and show up for their hearings. Yeah, they figured that they would be super smart and not show up, right? Three of them are. <laughs> okay. Court day is set for Wednesday, and so the state or Mueller's team says, "Well, we're not ready. We want an extension." The judge says, "The hell you're not ready." Wow. You will show up. You brought this case. <laughs> You should have been ready before you indicted these people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's fun. I Hell mean, yeah. It's, it's, Interesting it's, stuff. It really is fun. You know, it's sad, but fun. Yeah. But wow. rude. Oh, my gosh. Rudy, yeah. Rudy. Loose lips, right? Oh, oh, my gosh. You know, you said last week he's stirring the pot. Yeah. Well, this week he's putting too much in the pot. The pot <laughs> runneth over. Oh, no. Too much information. Rudy's got a spigot on his mouth. Okay. In an interview, he says the president did pay off Stormy to be quiet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, I think we had already came to that conclusion that, you know, Cohen paid off Stormy. The president paid for a long period of time a $35,000 a month retainer to Cohen. So theoretically, the president did pay it. Yeah. To Stormy, but it was really Cohen who did it. Well, Rudy said the president paid off Stormy and others. Oh. So now the media and all these people that are against Trump, you know, the Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah. Looking, they are looking for the others. Of course they will be. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I wonder how many others there are. You know, nobody that voted for Trump voted for him because he is the epitome of um, I don't know. Help me out here. Well, I'm not going to like Facebook when those details of the others comes out because I got a lot of anti-Trump friends on Facebook. And it was yeah. funny the other day when uh, the Republicans nominated Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize for his work in North Korea. They came out within hours and had memes saying Obama should get the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't even know how you say that with a straight face. I uh, really don't. Yeah, man, I was uh, like, I was just sitting there with my mouth open. I, I, I don't even get that logic. Sorry, I, I realize you're anti-Trump, but you know what? Uh, get a life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if Rudy had any information on that, he'd probably give it because he also let the cat out of the bag about our North Korean POWs. Uh-oh. I, I don't know. They're calling them prisoners of war. I call them hostages. Nevertheless, about a week to 10 days ago, three of prisoners, American prisoners, were put in a hotel in Pyongyang in preparation 
to send back home to the United States. Ah. It was supposed to be a secret, but Rudy didn't get that part of the memo. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that doesn't hurt the situation. Yeah, no doubt. And last but not least, Rudy said that the president was going to pull out of the Iran deal on May 12th. Now, the president is supposed to make a decision, an informed decision, on the Iran deal on Saturday, the 12th. But he's not supposed to have made the decision yet. Uh, he's gathering information from his allies. Right. And so I, I think Rudy needs to stick with the president's legal issues and maybe not get into policy and, you know. Maybe he stay, just gets to, stay. maybe he just needs to get the hell out of uh, the media. Yeah. He does. However, I think that's why he's there. When Rudy speaks, people listen. Yeah, well, and, he's not doing but, a very good job, though. Oh, no, but every channel, news channel, is going to want him on there because it gets ratings. Oh, yeah. People, people watch. When Rudy's he, on... He's a well-respected man. You know? Oh, he is. And the thing about it is he's also a little bit hated by a lot of people. Yeah. Either way, that that's ratings. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I think Rudy has moved out of New York and into Florida himself. He's not the only one. People are moving out of high-tech states like New York, California, New Jersey, Connecticut, Minnesota, and they are moving to Florida, Tennessee, and Texas. Uh, in the past couple of years, 1.7 million people have relocated from high-tech states to lower-tech states. Wow. I believe that number is higher because they're not just moving to Florida, Tennessee, and Texas. Some people are moving to Arizona and Nevada. A lot of California people are moving to Nevada because it's still close to California, but they can move across the border and it's much lower taxes. Wow. Because you can easily spend up to about 57% of your income in California for taxes. Wow, that's almost as bad as Canada. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that wow. Yeah, that's a, it's just a lot. And you can move over the border into even Nevada and pay less than half of that. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, I can't blame people. Yeah, and, you know, you can't. And, you know, sometimes we try to make things something it's not. Everybody wants every election and every problem to be a referendum on Trump or a referendum on the Republican Party. It's not always about that. For example, in some of these state and local elections, sometimes it's about the jerk that's running. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and it doesn't matter what party you're from. You probably got some jerks. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, you know, West Virginia, they're having this primary tomorrow. This Blankenship guy that's running in the primary, he did a year in the slammer for some people getting killed in a mine. He granted he did a slam. But he actually lives in Nevada. Wow. How does that even work? Uh, apparently, you don't have to live in West Virginia to run for office in West Virginia. You know, apparently that was the case, too, in Georgia. <gasps> oh, uh, wow. One of the guys that was running in Georgia um, last fall lived somewhere in the Northeast. I, You know, so that doesn't make sense, you know? Um, no. I, I would never vote for somebody that didn't live within 
the state? Yeah. How do they get it? Isn't that the whole idea behind having representatives from a state or a district? That's the they whole idea. Yeah. Exactly. Well, not that we way. We digress huh? a little bit, but sometimes the candidate is a jerk. Okay. Yeah. Example: Ted Cruz is right now within the margin of error in mm. his his Senate district. Okay. I say he made enemies while he was running for president. He wasn't that likable. I didn't like him while he was running. And and that was long before he got face to face or had to have with Trump. He was not likable. He's hurting in his election, not because people have suddenly don't want a Republican in there. They don't want a jerk. We had a situation like that here in Missouri. There was a man on the ballot for years, and I could not vote for him. Now, I wasn't going to hand the seat over as if my vote would hand the seat over to Democrats, but I would either write somebody in or I would vote for, you know, whatever third party was on there, the Green Party or whoever, because I simply could not because I personally knew I had information, good information, that he would hire underage dancers. Oh, wow. Okay, I could not vote for that. Wow. Even though he was really doing a fine job in Washington. I, I don't get Ted Cruz is Canadian, too, isn't he? He was born in Canada. Well, his mother was Canadian. His father was an American citizen, so he has dual citizenship. I think it's his pointy nose and beady eyes that people don't like. (laughs) Well, you know, I think during that presidential election, he gave up his Canadian citizenship because... Yeah, he would have had to. Yeah, because I think so. Well, we weren't Uh, heartbroken in Canada. I assure you, you weren't. But I think that when he ran for president, it hurt him in his district. And had he not ran and showed some of his true colors, he would have this race in the back. Hmm. You know, something else I would like to mention here is that I think John McCain is coming to the end of his days. Yeah, I did see he, something about that on the on the news. He has asked that Trump, he didn't ask. He said he doesn't want Trump at his funeral, and I think he has every right to say that. He said yeah. he would where the Pence came. But he also brought up the fact that he should not have had Sarah Palin as his running mate. (laughs) Do you think? (laughs) I thought that was a really digging things out of the bag. You know, when when you come to the end of days, you start thinking about stuff, you start questioning your own behavior. You know, did I do that right? Did I was did I do something bad? You start you know, it's, I don't know, Christians call it the white throne judgment. I just say it's like people trying to get into heaven, you know? Yeah. I don't know what you call it, but you start reexamining your life. Your life flashes before your face when you face death, you know? I mean, you kind of know what that's like. You, you you start evaluating yourself. He's evaluating right. everyone else, but nevertheless, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying it's, it's kind of odd that, you know, he's looking outside of that scope. Yeah. So... Anyway, oil prices are rising big time today. Um, The last I looked, it was well over $70 a barrel. About this time last year, we were in those 50s, you know. Yeah. We're talking about $20 more a barrel as we approach this deadline on the Iranian agreement. Uh, There are fears that the Iranian oil supply will be off the market because they think that Trump will not only pull out of the deal, will also re institute sanctions against Iran. They're also out the Venezuela oil supplies as 
that, you know, that country has basically collapsed. Yes. So in a matter of weeks, maybe even days, that Venezuela oil supply is basically off the market because that country cannot function well enough to get the oil out of the ground and onto the market. Right. So. Wow. That's bad for you guys. You guys have already been. Yeah, we're. A lot more for gasoline. We're uh, we're looking to be heading towards, what did they say, $2 a liter, which should be $9 a gallon. If we can Holy find Holy macaroni. Gas. I paid two thirty nine over the weekend. Yeah. yeah so all, you, gas. all you're crying about prices of oil, uh, I really feel for you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not crying. I'm not crying because I know what you're going through. Yeah, it's it's. You know what? We're hardly driving now. Oh yeah, I'd be getting a bicycle. I, there's no way I'd pay nine dollars. No, I'd have a little bit of gas in my tank for emergency, and then I'd be walking or riding a bike. Yeah, well, I can't really ride a bike. I live on a mountain, so going downhill, I'd be doing 80 miles an hour, and coming up, I would need a tow. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have worse than a butt egg from landscaping. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Bert. I don't know. And on the same token, Iran says it might stay in the deal even if the U.S. backs out. Now, how does that work? I mean, I know you have a theory. Yeah, maybe they're what they're saying is that they are going to stick with their terms that were outlined in the deal anyways, which but they should how be. How would you do that if he sanctions you and you yeah. don't have the oil yeah, or the money coming in? Yeah, I think that was a pre kind of pre-message to before they had all the real facts of what was going to happen. you're telling me that if the U.S. backs out of the deal, they're not going to start be, making nukes. Well, you know? they probably I, never stopped. Well, they probably never stopped, but supposedly they only kept nukes for power plants. You know, right. Uh, yeah, right. But, you know, they might become more aggressive about making nuclear weapons. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's right on that deal. I don't know, but I think it's very hard to have a deal when one party barks out and the other party stays in. Yeah, there is no deal, essentially. Going to a party, everybody leaves, and you're just standing in the room going, I'm partying anyway. Yeah, is it still a party? Yeah, is it still a party when everybody leaves? I don't know. Also, Putin just won another six-year term. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, he was supposed to be inaugurated today. I assume that happened. But what's crazy is there is about a 1,000 people protesting in Moscow. Paid for by U.S. tax dollars. I don't know. I think they're dead people, is what I believe. I mean, they're living on borrowed time. They're they're definitely brave. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about it except, wow, um, that's a suicide. I heard his inauguration was more like a coronation. Yeah. Well, it really is. I mean, really, the election is, you know, what do they do? Cut your hands off if you don't vote for them or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What kind of election is it? You know, it was like, what, 97, 98? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if I could vote against them. I don't know if I'd be that brave. Yeah. So back to elections, you know, we're never going to stop talking about the 2016 election and others. But under four aliases, Rosie O'Donnell gave too much money to five Democratic candidates around the country. Now, nevertheless, she says she didn't know there was a $2,700 limit to how much you could personally give a candidate. Uh, Okay. I mean, why did she have four aliases? 
seriousness if she didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I think that's like liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah, that's a little head scratcher there. Nice try, though. Yeah. yeah. So we will see, since she's a Democrat, if she will, what kind of um, price she has to pay, because that is a federal crime. Wow. So it's a big deal. Now, whether she will pay the price, I don't know. Huh. We'll see. Well, definitely have to keep our eye on that one. Absolutely. And we need a lot of thoughts, prayers. I don't know. I don't care what you do. Send it the, to Hawaii. Uh, the big island, the volcano continues. It caused two earthquakes over the weekend. 1,800 people have been evacuated. 26 houses have been sucked in. The say that the whole tube, the lava tube that runs under the island, the whole tube is activated, not just the little spews here and there, you know. Um, It has been activated. There are people that believe that this will lead to the complete destruction of the big island. And from what I've seen, it could be possible. Wow. Yeah, that's just tragic. Very tragic. Yeah. Mother Nature doing her stuff. Yeah, I mean, she does her stuff. And she's going to keep regenerating this planets you know yeah. there's not anything we can do about it we're the little peons that live here you and bet. Uh, she is going to continue to survive no matter what no matter what now here's a crazy deal that's why we mentioned it because it's so crazy nestle's which i want to remind everybody sold to a swedish company several years ago they have just paid 7.15 billion dollars with a b to sell starbucks around the world and what wow. kind of crazy deal is there? Are, when you sell stuff for somebody, aren't they supposed to pay you? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, if I start selling your T-shirts, what you need to pay me? I don't need to tell, pay you to sell your T-shirts. Yeah, I don't understand that deal. I don't either. That's a lot of money. $7.15 billion is a heck of a lot of money. That's like three cappuccinos there. <laughs> You know, every Thursday I get this coupon for a free one, free Starbucks. I've been in their club for years, but well, I quit going though about three years ago. I used to go every day and get a coffee. It just was too expensive. Yeah, I used to buy coffee for my team and it'd be like 35 bucks for like six coffees. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, it just got too crazy. But now I guess, especially since the situation with the two black men, they've been sending me a coupon for a free one every Thursday. So I go up and get my free one. I'm going to get it for free. Yeah, no doubt. And they tried not to give it to me. I said, (laughs) then I don't want it. I said, I come every Thursday. Here's the deal on my phone. You can scan the little thing. And they tried not to give it to me. And I said, I'm not paying six bucks for this. Wow. What the hell? Seven. It's like six something, you know? So they send you a coupon and then don't want to honor it. Yeah, this one did. Uh, that's and amazing. I said, well, I'll the other one down the street. Oh, well, we will. We'll go maybe ahead. They, maybe they just wanted you to come in and watch them get, you know, get some black guys arrested. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. I wonder what that deal's going to settle out with. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't think it's going to be a dollar with Starbucks. And it shouldn't no. be. That was racism with a capital R. I seen that they are closing down for an afternoon this month in Canada. All locations for 
for racial training? Yeah, well, I say that um, this wasn't a matter of lack of training for whoever did this. It was racism, pure. You know, they knew they knew better than that. Did you hear about the woman that was on a university tour called the police because there was two Native American students making her feel uncomfortable? How, how did the, they make her feel uncomfortable? I don't know. By I, it living? I guess. But you know, one wow. time I was traveling with a semi-pro baseball team. I wasn't playing police. <laughs> but nevertheless, one of the wives of one of the guys, the game was going to be played on a military base at Fort Leonard Wood. Okay. And she was absolutely freaked out, fearful that the military guys were going to grab her and rape her. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I had never heard anyone <laughs> so paranoid about a group of people. And of all groups, military guys, I mean, first of all, the, the one thing I would be afraid of when I go through Fort Leonard Wood, because it's on the interstate, I just went to St. Louis the other day, so they drive like bad out of hell. <laughs> I mean, back here from Iraq, and, you know, driving I-44 is like your damn speedway. Wow, okay. That's my big fear of them. <laughs> you know, they know how to drive like that, let me tell you. But she was absolutely scared to death. Wow. wonder what movies she was watching. I don't know. Or what kind of family she grew up in. I mean, I just thought it was the most bizarre thing I'd ever heard of. No doubt. So... When will Trump meet with little Kim? Yeah, I don't know. Supposed to be this month. We have promises there. The meeting site is secret. However, confirmation came uh, late last week that the Prime Minister of China will be here in the United States, D.C., the 22nd. Do you suppose little Kim will be coming here on the 22nd of May? And I think if you think about the art of the deal, huh. that's exactly Exactly the demand Donald Trump would make. You're going to have to come here, little Kim. Wow. I'll send a plane for you, bud, but you come here. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I also heard the other day from a pundit, and I'm not really sure which one it was. I was just passing through, but I am going to mention it. He says within two months... North Korea is completely broke. Wow. He said completely. He said they're broke now, but they they are in bankruptcy beyond uh, what would be reasonable to save them. Wow, that puts a whole Whatever other perspective means, on it. It does put another perspective on it. And that is certainly something for us to think about. Yeah, how genuine is uh, Kim Jong-un in this? Is he just doing this because he has to? I think so. I mean, but that gives another level of has to. I think really, like we talked about last week, the nukes, he's done with the nukes, okay? Right. Trump's kind of getting lucky, mm -hmm. okay? Because he collapsed the, the tunnel. Right. You know, he has no more money. He's got babies being born with birth defects. His subjects, his peasants are dying, yeah. you know? Healthcare is non-existent medicine food you know word has it that little chemistic oh wow that uh, puts even another perspective on it it does so when you talk bankruptcy there are no nukes what choice does he have i mean he might be seeking asylum soon in you know someplace maybe yeah. venezuela but <laughs> who knows he'll be like um uh what is it assange yeah WikiLeaks staying <laughs> in one of those little tiny embassies in the uk yeah praying for internet 
to be turned on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'd have to agree there. Yeah, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.